And welcome to the Fantasy Fellows. I'm again joined by Paul Beck. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this joyous Tuesday. As, uh, yeah, baseball. Holy shit. I, I mean, it's May and I'm not tired of baseball yet. It's do- I'm doing good. And I love baseball. I'm not tired of it yet. Yeah, uh, I was watching, uh, you know, Daniel Mengden do a pretty good job, at least for the first four innings or so. I think Mengden has actually more war than uh, Shamanaya. What's funny about Mingdon is that he is a, the classical two, two turns through the order pitcher, and then, then that's it. That's what he is. I, that's fine. I mean, that's what most pitchers are today, right? I mean, like, that's, you know, Chris Archer's that. Well, you're, you're comparing Chris Archer to Daniel Mingdon? Okay, in fairness, I mean, like, Chris Archer, when's the last time he had an ERA sub four? I know. I, well, you know, the sabermetricians love him. because the Yeah, you know. because he strikes guys out and he doesn't watch too many guys, but the same, like, Okay, the last time he had a war, an ERA sub four was in 2015. This is this is a trend now. This is not like a a fluke when it happens over and over and over again. Oh, I know. I just I just that when you watch Mingdon pitch, is just that like he is very uh, yeah. um. See, you think that if you just look at his numbers, that maybe he's like a finesse guy, but he can reach 94 miles an hour, maybe 95. Yeah. Um, but the thing is that he has to be so precise with his control to get outs. That's the thing with him. So he's your classical fine. fringe number four starter. That's fine. Yeah, that's all. I take fine. that for Scott Casimir. What do you mean, like what? what? Trade. I mean, wasn't he the Scotty Casimir trade? Uh oh, from the from the Dodgers? No, from the Astros. Oh, the maybe. First time they traded oh, Kazmier, okay. Right? <laughs> maybe I don't know. But um, anyway, I don't. I have no idea how the game's going now. But last I checked, the A's were winning, which is great. Yeah, three to one. Oh, all right. That's cool. All right. So speaking of the A's, I wanted to talk about, cause I was looking at, uh, when I was watching the game, they showed that, you know, they showed Matt Olson's stat line for the year and he only has five home runs. And I think, and during the first baseman preview, we said that, uh, he's pretty much, we thought, we both thought that he was a 40 home run guy. Mm-hmm. And now he only has, he only has five through the first five, six What's weeks. Half? So first of all, are you confident that he still hits 40 home runs this year? Maybe high mid thirties, but I still believe Matt Olson. I would buy. Uh, he still has crazy power. He does. He's swinging and missing a little bit more. I think that's to be expected. I think he's going to adjust back. I like Matt Olson. I, I'm still buying. I mean, he has 400 plate appearances in his career. Let's like not go overreact and jump off a cliff yet. I think he will adjust to the league, and it, the power is undeniable. Still, he's still absolutely smoking the ball. Uh, he's willing to run a little bit, which is cool. He, isn't he like leading the A's in steals with two, uh, which is not saying a whole lot, but I he thought, has a couple steals. I thought Simeon had the most with two. Did Simeon had three? Yeah, I know, I think- but he, Olsen has two, so he's tied. He's okay. tied for the lead with two. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, I, I still like Matt Olsen. I would buy, uh, even though, however, the 234 average is probably where I'd say it would stay. What do you think? Well, so therefore, you're. I think you're kind of conceding that you were wrong. I mean, I was wrong about it. I, I, I don't think the power, I don't think the 40 home runs is possible. Well, it's possible, but I think this is the kind of player that he'll go a month and a half at five and will hit five in like in 10 days. You know? Yeah, like a Justin Upton kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So if you, if, if you're in the league, who do you rather have right now? Joey Gallo or Matt Olson? If you need Matt power. Olsen. Okay. Oh, okay. No, Joey Gallo, like I, lo- I, I love the power. Mm-hmm. That's like, the, he has, such like no other tools that's it okay and it's it, i mean it's interesting because he's such an extreme example mm-hmm. i've never have you ever seen anything like this i mean we've had I, I this is the only example i can think of where there's a joey gallo right can you think of anybody else like this well i mean you know this is you know obviously the, the lazy comp is adam dunn or jack cust no but they weren't this extreme i know like and and that and that's why Joey Gallo is so unique is because he has more power than both of them, but he also has a bigger swing and miss than mm-hmm. both of them, and just a bigger shift than both of them ever had. Yeah, I mean, like to be fair to Adam Dunn, like Joey Gallo's swing is very 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 leveraged. It's a much longer of a swing from what I remember compared to Adam Dunn's swing. Yeah, Adam um, Dunn was good. Oh yeah, yeah, he's very for like. Five years, he was very, very good, yes. I think, if off the top of my head. No, with, with the Reds, he was an excellent ball player. Mm-hmm. All right, so do you want Carlos Santana or Matt Olson the rest of the year? I'm kind of buying Carlos Santana a little bit too, mm-hmm. but he's going to have less home. Carlos Santana will be more balanced. I'll give him that. I think Matt Olson will finish more home runs. Okay. So 
How much more home runs? Like five or ten or more? Ten. Okay. Like I could see Carlos Santana with twenty-five, medals with thirty-five. Okay. If uh, what about Miguel Cabrera? Uh, Miggy. Okay. Miggy's. I'm still buying Miggy, man. I think he's. Miggy hasn't been bad. He has three home runs. But what is he hitting? Well, I mean, three twenty-three. But like that doesn't mean. Yeah. That. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, he has twenty-one ribs. You can't count three twenty-three as a disappointment. Oh, he's doing great. He's doing fine. All right. All right. I especially think it, in points leagues. Especially in points leagues. All right. I think that's kind of bad at fields, but okay, that's fine. All right. Well, I think we both agree that I think the safe bet now is probably like thirty-five. Yeah, but that's still really, really good. Yeah, but if you drafted him wanting 40 or more than 40, you're probably not going to get that. Yeah, I know nobody in my uh, chair in my little apartment right now that did mm-hmm. that. You know, it's a little scary about Matt Olsen is that uh, he's not hitting the ball. I mean, obviously, this is oh, he's the extremely ball. hard. Well, that too, but like he's not hitting as many fly balls as he did last year. This is like, if well, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, but like his soft contact rate is so low, which is excellent, which is when he's hitting it, which is not that often. He's hitting it really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's more line drives too, and that's a that's a good thing for me. If he takes away from the fly ball percentage, hit more line drives, then the bat is going to be good, which it is right now. So, yeah, I, know. I think that's this is this could be like another because like last this time last year, I was a big believer in Tommy Joseph as a low um, as a late round draft uh, sleeper because you yeah. know he could hit thirty home runs because like if you just extrapolate the fly ball rate with the hard hit rate, that he would be able to hit thirty home runs. And then what happened was that last year. Uh, he just hit the ball on the ground a lot, and then now he's no longer playing in, for a major league team. So mm-hmm. it's very possible that this this fly ball rate doesn't improve to where, where it was last year. He may only hit thirty to thirty five home runs. So, um, so my my if, if you wanted forty home runs, my my um, what's the what's that secu- not security level? Your um, the amount of uh the amount of risk, risk? or what, 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 like the, the amount of concern return I have return on investment. No, the the amount of concern I have on a one to ten scale is uh, about a six and a half. Okay, I'm not that concerned because I mean I don't know what you were buying with Matt Olson. Well, forty home runs. I think that's people thought that he. I, I think you would get. I think you still get thirty five. Well, I think if, if this fly ball rate maintains itself, I think it's going to be thirty to well, thirty five. No, okay, so the home run to fly ball rate is way too low. More balls are going to leave the park. I'm still in. All right. All right, so uh, we wanted to talk about, speaking of another home run hitter, hitter that is um, the Padres called up Fran, Fran Mill Reyes. Your guess is as good as mine. Okay. Anyway, he's the, he's the uh, outfielder that led the minor leagues in home runs, and he's playing now for the Padres. Outfielder with many quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is that, like, obviously he hit for a lot of power this in this year, but – what do you, I mean, like, they still have Hunter Renfro who's coming off the DL probably in yeah. a week or two. Is there anything here with him? Um, I'm not a huge, I mean, some people are going to go crazy. I think he's Reese Hoskins. He's not. Uh, anyway, if he hits, he's the job's for the hits. Like, I, I, I mean, if he's hitting, are the Padres going to pull him? I don't think so, right? I, if he hits, he's going to be in the lineup. I'm not worried about that. But I don't think he's going to hit. I think he's more in, like, the Jabari Blash than the Reese Hoskins. I think he might show some flashes of power, but ever okay. So I'm not a scout, but everything I've read says he's a super big guy with an inconsistent swing, a really long swing. I think you could take advantage of minor league pitching, like a lot of guys have, and then struggle at the big league level. I'm not buying. I, and I was one of the guys who was super into Reese Hoskins. I bought Reese Hoskins. I don't buy this guy. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I don't buy him either. There's like he hit double A last year. He hit two fifty eight. You know, he struck out like what. A- a third, a fourth of the time. 45%. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think this is a guy that maybe he gets hot and sticks around, but I think there's too many guys ahead no, of him. He, I feel like he could just get exposed. He, he's so big. I and I feel like his outfield defense is probably going to be really bad. Just I mean, and that matters because they have nowhere else to put him. Yeah, I would agree with you that. Can't put him at first. So if he's just a goddamn Yasmani Tomas out there, <laughs> your bat only carries so much weight. <laughs> and no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like Yasmani Tomas, if Yasmani Tomas was a catcher, he'd be like a top three catcher. You know what I mean? So, but like, he just he's unplayable in the outfield. So, so and there is that is that does matter, right? Yeah, I agree with that. So I I, I don't know. I think that. There's not really much here. 
No. Maybe if you're if you're in a NL only, you need power. Maybe. Yeah, but 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 someone is going to blow their budget on this guy, thinking he's the next Reese Hoskins, and he's not. Yeah. All right. So also, I almost forgot. uh, Robinson Cano is 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 all over the news. (laughs) So actually, we had him in the show notes before, but now we know that he's being banned or whatever for 80 80 games because he took a substance that he shouldn't have. Well, no, he got busted for the the cover up. He got busted for like the uh, the I, I don't know. I'm not. What am I, a fucking chemist? I don't. Know. He got busted for like the diuretic he was using to hide it. Ah, okay. Really? Oh shit! Man, what the fuck was yeah. he doing? Why would you? The, well, but that's how Manny got caught. He got caught for like using this like birth control pill, <laughs> like that pregnant women use. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and they're like, Manny, why are you taking with like pregnant women's like fertility drugs? I don't know. All right, so okay, so he's going to miss eighty games. So that's so when he comes back, he'll probably be available for like thirty games. Yeah. So Matt, in, in mixed ten team mixed leagues, you cutting him? Yes. Okay, I agree. In a, re, in, in a redraft format, yes. There, yeah, in, in all redraft formats, I think he's he's cuttable. Oh yeah, but uh, if you're in a if you're in a um, dynasty league format and you're not winning this year, would you trade for Cano for next year? Uh sure. If I didn't give a shit and. Right now is when the cost is going to be cheapest. So yeah, sure. I I don't think there's going to be lingering effects. He wasn't like a huge home run guy out of nowhere. I think he's going to be a solid batting average, twenty home run guy in the heart of the lineup and get decent counting stats. I don't think anything's really going to change. Do you think anything's going to change in his future? I'm more worried about the injury than the PDs. Yeah, I think uh, you know, the decline is going to start. So I think that you know but, he would have to I be mean, really cheap to get him. I, I think he's a guy who's going to age fairly swiftly though. Like, Possibly. you know, like he, J.D. Martinez is going to age like shit. I think Robbie Cano could be a decent player. Like, like I think he'd be like Rod Carew, where he just ages fairly relatively mm-hmm. swiftly. I think he's a DH after Nelson Cruz leaves this season. I uh, know he's he's no, he's a he's a solid defender. Mm-hmm. Robbie Cano is not a bad defender. All right. So for next year, assuming health, right. Do you want uh, Ian Happ or do you want uh, Cano? Uh, Cano next year. Okay, next year, do you want uh, Odor of the Rangers? Oh, no. Oh. I hate Odor. His plate discipline is so GD bad. All right. And uh, Okay, so and let me put this in perspective here. Odor's offense, even <laughs> though it looks good with the home runs and the steals, is below average at a position where the bar is re- is really low at second base. It's not amazing at second base. Yeah, I know, but like last year, his batting average was like a little bit... He, he got kind of unlucky with the batting average last year. Yeah, but his plate discipline is... Like, Matt, give me three players with worst plate discipline real fast. Go. Jonathan Scope? No, he has the Adam Jones a little bit. Adam Jones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has the Adam No, he has the Adam Jones effect a little bit. You know, uh, like, oh, but you're making fun of me. Okay. But, but you know what I mean. Like, if yeah. you had to list off players, like, Matt, give me the worst plate discipline. Odor is like, oh, yeah, Odor is really shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know All what right. I mean? All right. So speaking of Jonathan Scope, do you want Jonathan Scope or uh, Cano next year? Probably scope. Okay. I buy the power. All right. Am I seeing anything crazy? Um, I don't know. I'm not really that. I mean, I wasn't as high on Cano this year anyway. So, yeah. So, in my in my point of view, yeah, it is kind of crazy. But I can see why. You know, you would think more of the same next year, but but that sucks though. But anyway. Oh, so speaking of that, if you're looking for a middle infielder, second base options, who do you like to to replace him? Um, I'm a big Ian Kinsler guy. I like Ian Kinsler. I'm willing to buy low. I don't think his career is over, even though some people <clears throat> uh, think his career, like, you know, like the downswing might have happened. But he's striking out less. I know the like he's not in the ball is hard, but I'm still buying Ian Kinsler. He's going to come really, really cheap. I put out an offer for Ian Kinsler to replace Robbie Cano. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You, so you're telling me that the 214 Babbitt should improve? Yes. <laughs> I, I would hope so. I really hope so. Yeah, I think he should rebound too. But last year he had a 244 BABIP, right? So no, but he's striking out a little bit less. Um, the hard hit rate, I think, is going to improve. I, I, he's going to get better. And right now he missed the first part, like the first couple weeks. The mm-hmm. owner who drafted him is obviously disappointed. I think you could put out a bullshit offer, and I think some shit might roll back in your one direction. So, yeah, like uh, I drafted Kinsler in one league. Yeah. And so. if you just lost Robbie Cano, who the fuck are you to like start picking and choosing? Like, <laughs> no, beggars can't be choosers here. <laughs> Bilo and Robbie on uh, Ian Kinsler. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think he should improve, but like the fact that he's batting seventh now is very disconcerting. Like, no, if he hits, he'll come back up. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that if he hits, he can move back up. Right. But Simmons does look really good. All right, so does he finish the year with more or less than uh, 18.5 home runs? Under. Oh, We're too far in. Yeah. I mean, he hit 22 last year. Mm-hmm. So, and, and we're already a month and a half in. He has two, so under. Okay, but he's only played in 20 games, uh, 30 games, so. Yeah, 126 plate appearances. But he still has three steals. Like, I, I would say over the 14 steals from last season. I'll, I'll give him the over on that. Mm-hmm. But the under on the home runs and probably the over on the 236 batting average. Okay. All right, so you're definitely you're thinking that he's, he's going to have a really big, you know, bounce back. Not a big one, but do what he did last year with a little bit less power, a little bit more speed, and batting average is going to be bad better. So yeah, I'm, I'm buying Kinsler. Okay. Yeah, I really like uh, Brad Miller. Um, I think he... I like Brad Miller, yeah. Yeah, I think he's... Uh, I mean, obviously he's not as good as Cano, obviously, but I think he's someone that uh, uh, he hits in the middle of the lineup. He either hits fifth or... Well, between four and six now, depending upon the pitcher, but uh, he... I think the power should rebound... Uh, not to like what he did two years ago, but I think towards like a, a maybe like a happy average between the last two seasons. I think he's a 25 home run guy. So uh, the bag average is going to be a little very suspect with him. He's going to be hot and cold. But I think if you just write him out for the whole year, you'll get, you know, like a 245 average with. Ooh, that's high. His career is 238. I think he can. I think uh, if he hits, if he hits, the, if he hits as many home runs as I think he will, the batting average would be, you know, the 240, 245. So. Okay. But I don't know. I think he's available. Like he's only owned in thirty six thirty six percent of NFBC leagues, so he's available pretty much everywhere. So okay. I, uh, yeah, if you're, I mean, if you lost Robbie Cano, you got to take a lottery ticket somewhere. So yeah, yeah. I, I think this is a lottery ticket. You know, I don't know. Yeah. To that, or actually, you know, Joey Wendell's hitting third now, so maybe he's a guy to, to watch out for. But I think this is more like oh. a very hot streak for him, more than like a new, a new, you know. A new uh, Burge, uh, whatever you know. He's not, no, he's not, a new, he's, not great. Yeah, he's not a new player. That's what I'm saying. No, uh, the A's thought he was. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. When the A's let you go, uh, you got a promise. Yep. All right. So, uh, all right. So, where are we next? Oh, so uh, we want to talk about another potentially struggling first baseman, and that's Anthony Rizzo. So, I mean, obviously, you know, he's gotten off to a very cold start. But what do you think about him? Are you trying to hold? I mean, obviously, if you sell him, you're going to get like you know, eighty cents on the dollar, but. Is he still a top five first baseman for you? Yeah, I'll buy him. I think every, the skills are still there. I think it's the BABIP that's 100 points lower than it was, you know, in like his career average. Uh, still hitting the ball hard. I'm, I'm in on Anthony Rizzo. I buy him. I think he's fine. We have such a long track record. I'm in on Anthony Rizzo. What do you think? So, do you, so you're telling me that you, so you think that he finishes the year with 30 to 32 home runs? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Well, high 20s. Because I mean, late start, but no, he already has six. I mean, he's on pace, so he in, he's played in thirty games. He has six homers. Yeah, that's like a thirty home run pace. Okay, I guess nothing. So. The only thing that's off here is the walk rate and the Babbitt. That's it. Hmm. Yeah, he's making more contact too. That's the funny thing. So it seems like it's just maybe just bad luck. I guess are they shifting him more? Maybe that's something we have to look at. Maybe they're hmm. shifting him more. Um, that something that, I mean, uh, cause he, he is a guy that's shiftable. He pulls the ball a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we clearly haven't done our research here. Maybe we should look into whether he's getting, <laughs> I don't know. Right? I mean, like like all of a sudden, what if they start doing like an Astros Joey Gallo shift on him? And he's like, Oh, what do I do? But I thought he was a guy who would bunt into that. I think he, uh, I mean, he's obviously, I think he faced the shift last year, right? I don't think it's that, that much more. Um, but I mean, so, okay. From this point forward, um, so starting from Wednesday to the end of the year, w- over under on a 270 batting average. Eh, over. Ooh, I'm okay. He's, All right. Yeah. I mean, like the last, since 2014 and on, mm-hmm. he's like a 280 hitter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, I, do yeah. you see anything crazy here that, that no. you'd be panicking for? Yeah. So I, I'd buy it if you for sure. All right. So if someone offered you, uh, Freddie Freeman, who's been off to a very hot start yet again. Oh. Yet again. So, yep. w- w- what are you doing there? I'd take uh, Freeman, but I would have drafted Freeman ahead of Rizzo. All right. Well, what if you're offered uh, Reese Hoskins? Rizzo. Ooh. But I would, I would have taken Rizzo ahead of Hoskins. Oh. Actually, no, I wouldn't have. That's not true. I don't think that's true at all. 
but I'll take Rizzo. All right. What, what about Paul Goldschmidt? Oh, Goldie. Oh, you really? Oh, you actually think Goldschmidt's okay, huh? Goldschmidt. What's wrong with Goldschmidt? Well, Am I missing something here? What's he hitting at home? Like 100 at home right now? He's like too, you know, nothing's wrong with Goldschmidt. Everything's fine. The strikeout rates really high, but he, I'm, I'm still in. Uh, would you panic on Paul Goldschmidt? Um, between Rizzo and Goldschmidt, I'm more worried about Goldschmidt. Because like the thing is that you drafted Goldschmidt thinking you would get like, you know, 15 to 20 stolen bases. Actually, Rizzo's not stealing bases either, but that's because probably his, you know, his low on base. But, you know, the reason why Goldschmidt was like probably the de facto number one first baseman was because he would give you 15 to 20 stolen bases. I don't think he's going to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. So if he's only giving you between five and 10, then he's basically Anthony Rizzo, right? So. And now with AJ Pollock hurt for the next four to six weeks, maybe more, like that lineup is kind of not very good. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of worried about Goldschmidt. I mean, obviously I like on a one to 10 scale, I think he's my, my worried level is probably like a three. Okay. So, I mean, like, I mean, if you asked me this a year ago, it'd be like, it'd be a one, you know, but, um, so, but okay. Huh. Yeah. It's good. It's funny that the, the rest of the team, the, uh, the rest of the, uh, the Diamondbacks are actually hitting at home. It's only him that's not hitting, which is kind of weird. It's kind of, it is, but I'm not, I'm not worried about Paul Gulch, man. He has too long of a track record to like freak out about. Uh, no, like, this is like a class. No, we're talking ourselves into this thing. Paul Gulch has been an elite hitter since 2011. Ah, uh, the, no, you can't talk yourselves out of this guy now. He's not old. I don't see a cliff coming. Mm-hmm. I'm in. So, right? so this, this is this is how you win your leagues is by growing some pair of testicles and be like, yeah, Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> why is some guy panicking over 40 games of Paul Goldschmidt? All right. So, who was your number one first baseman? Do you remember coming into the drafts this year? Uh, it's probably Paul Goldschmidt. All right. So, if you were offered uh, Freddie, uh, Freddie Freeman. Freeman. Oh, so, so you are worried then. Uh, but no, 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 no. I, I love Freddie Freeman. I had like Freddie Freeman pegged for like an MVP year. Yeah, but the thing is that you had Goldschmidt as your number one, and now. But I'm not panicking. I'm, I'm knocked him down a peg ahead of Freddie Freeman, who's excellent, who just like I thought he'd be, and he's producing in that amazing Braves lineup. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I take Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you, would you take Goldschmidt? Uh. Yes, because I feel like. Oh, he in a glass house. I uh, think. I think. Freddie Freeman tends to miss time the last two seasons, right? Didn't he miss like like a, like well, a no, month? No, got hit. He got hit with a pitch. Well, what, what about two years ago? I think I think something else weird happened where he got well, like something they, happened. He got hit with a pitch last year. I know that for sure. Well, I don't know. Give me the guy who I know I'll, I'll get 155 games from. But all right. But anyway, all right. So uh, I wanted to talk about another Paul uh, Paul Beck uh, special. Yeah. That was uh, that's um uh. Dude, I hate fucking Fangraphs, man. I had the, his page open and there's like a video and, ad playing. And the page died. Like, Fangraphs. No, I hear the fucking audio in my ears and you don't hear it. So, like, I have to, like, it feels like I'm, like, someone's talking to me. Talk, like, it's like someone's in my head talking to me, you know? Yeah. And, but, like, ugh, I fucking, and you know what's funny is that I subscribe to fucking Fangraphs. And they still put you, I thought they would take away the ads if you They uh, fucking subscribe. don't do it. No, that's why I'm thinking of unsubscribing because what's the point? I mean, I like supporting. I know I should, but I, I no. Like, well, no, no. They we pay more than our fair share of dues by the ads they overlay that goddamn page with. But the, I thought like, I have no qualms with not paying for fan graphs because of the goddamn ads they just put everywhere in that effing page, and it's extremely slow. Like if they would pay money to make the page anywhere up to 2018, I would. It, yeah. But it's not. Yeah, there's a site that I use for the game that I play called Hot Slogs, right? And if you don't pay, then you get ads. But if you do pay, then your the entire website is ad free. That's awesome. They should have that model. Like, I would pay 10 bucks a year or whatever the fuck it is. But anyway, um, where was I? Oh yeah. So yeah. So, uh, you like this guy coming into the season and that's Scooter Jeanette. Yes. So he's doing pretty well again. Mm-hmm. He's hitting for, for average. He's hitting for power. What, what are your thoughts? He's hitting fourth now, I think, you know, against righties anyway. So what do you think about Scooter Jeanette? Uh, I love him. I think he, I, I mean, he's really good. He's just good now. It, it, you can't, like, have a debate on, yeah, Scrooge is like, no, Scrooge good. He like, he hits behind Joey Votto. He's going to, like, he's on pace knocking over 100 runs. 
I love Scooter. What's wrong with Scooter Jeanette? I love Scooter Jeanette. Isn't Strike Out a ton? I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people were just kind of concerned because, like, you know, you hit twenty seven last year, but like, you know, it felt like fifteen of them came within like, you know, ten days. Yeah, I think him and Didi Gregorius are on a similar level, right? The only thing difference is the name and the park. Well, Am I wrong? Uh, I would say that it's incorrect because Didi Gregorius is obviously trying to hit as many fly balls, and he's selling out for power. I think okay. uh, I think uh, Scooter's actually just making more contact, and uh, yeah, Scoots. No, yeah. Scoots is good. No, 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 he's I, good. I mean, no, no, no. Scooter's good. I, don't, I think the. Um, uh, I think the the average is obviously a little bit too high, but I think that uh, this is definitely he, he's uh, like a two ninety hitter at least. Mm. Dude, he hit two ninety five last year. He makes excellent contact and he hits a lot of line drives. I think from this point, from Wednesday forward, I think he's like a two eighty hitter. But that's still really good. Still I'm not because yeah. I'm not even going to argue about that. I, I, that's still really good. Yeah, I think his floor. I mean, obviously, as long as the wheels don't fall off, I think his floor is like two eighty with. Uh, He'll finish the year with like maybe I think he comes close to he comes close to thirty home runs again. So um, I think he's definitely really good. Yeah, no, I'm in on Scoots, man. Scoots McToots, baby. <laughs> so all right, so if you own Scooter Jeanette, like, um, are you trading? Let's start um, big first. Are you trading um, Whit Merrifield? Maybe. Ooh. But that that was like a I'm, I wasn't a big wit guy at the beginning. If you need speed, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. If you want power, all right. So what if you want power and you um? What about what about Javier Baez? Uh, I hate Javier. I hate Javier Baez, but he's been good this year. No, yeah. So I'll take Javi. But ooh, man, I, I don't like Javier Baez. I all just right, don't. All right. All right. I, I he was never a guy at Target and trade for Scooter Jeanette. If like if someone's dangling Javier Baez. I would just like slap him out of my face and be like, "You gotta, no, no, we're not. This is not a starting point in a trade with Paul." Suppose, uh, suppose Robinson Cano is healthy, right? And, he, and he's not Robbie, suspended. Robbie Cano. Oh, all right. I disagree. All right. Okay. Um, hmm. Interesting. All right. You know, Cano wasn't hitting for much power this year. He didn't hit, for, hit much power last year. He hits the ball hard. I mean, he's one of the safest hitters in baseball. <laughs> As I'm saying this. But no, I mean, he was one of the safest hitters in baseball. He played a million games. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the first season he's going to miss more than 10 games since mm-hmm. 2006. That was his rookie year. Okay. That's insane. <laughs> so, there's something to be said for that. And he's never hit b- below 280 mm. since 2009. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. Um, let's move on from that. So, we want, I want to talk about, uh, uh, we'll do uh, Jorge Soler. So he was a highly touted prospect who uh, never really hit, but now he's hitting. And he's DHing mostly now, but he's hitting fourth, I think, for the Royals most of the time now. So is there any, any what are your thoughts on uh, um, Jorge Soler? I kind of like him in the Matt Kemp mold of guys, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that comp, the Matt Kemp mold? Oh, you mean guys with, guys with inflated bad bips? Uh, go to hell. <laughs> The guys with like power who aren't don't strike out a million and they have some some pop. His Babbitt right now is four hundred. Well, I'm not dispute. No, I'm not going to say. Horace Slayer is not a three sixteen hitter. Mm-hmm. I, like I, no, those words never came out of my mouth. But what is he though? What what kind of hitter? I mean, he's making more contact. Two sixty. Okay. Yeah, is he's that making, crazy? Um, I think two sixty is fine. I think he's. I think uh, actually the fact that he's hitting the ball with so much more power, I think that he could actually hit two seventy. With like twenty five to thirty home runs, I want to see the league adjust to this, mm. right? I mean, it's one hundred sixty like plate appearances. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see what the league says. Okay, I mean, he still doesn't. He still doesn't make a lot of contact, right? That's the problem with him. So, that's... well, he's still striking out almost a quarter of the time. The swinging strike rate is still pretty high. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time, his power, he still has power. So when he puts the ball in play, his mm-hmm. BABIP is going to be a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. He does pull the ball a shit ton. Yeah. So the one thing I have that, that worries me is that he's making more contact, slightly more contact, but it's mostly on the ground. So that's the one. That's why I think the BABIP is way more. I mean, Matt Kemp just hits fly balls, right? And well, Matt Kemp's fairly diverse in terms of his bad ball. Why do you love Matt Kemp so much? He's proven he's a good hitter, and he still is a good I hitter. Think he, I think he like he won you a league in back in two thousand eight, 
And he like, did. Yeah, well, okay. he did that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had him here. He almost went forty forty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, he, like, his strikeout rate is keeps plummeting, oh. and he's still oh. hitting three seventeen with oh. some power. We just found your bias for Matt Kemp. Holy shit! No, well, I, I'm not counting any speed anymore. He hasn't stolen mm. a base in like three years. All right, but yeah. he, and, and, and his hard hit rate is excellent. Yeah, so I think of all the players that we, we've discussed so far, he's the one that's going to regress the most, right? I think uh, he may hit 260, but uh, I think from this point forward, he maybe hits 15, 20 home runs, and that's it. Okay. So I think he's okay. I, mean, I think he's going to be hitting out, you know, in the middle of that lineup, which is good. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think Cano might regress more in terms of his uh, positional ranks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. But like you know, Solaire's like. Well, you know, 10 years it's, younger. I get the joke. It's a, yeah. Oh. Because uh, Cano's uh, probably out, out for until September. <laughs> well, Paul's got jokes. Yeah. All right. So, uh, actually, I almost forgot. So, I want to talk about uh, Glaber. Glaber? Glaber. Glaber? Glaber? I don't know. I don't fucking know. But anyway, Glaber Torres of the uh, Yankees. So, he actually, I think when he got called up, we didn't really, really talk about him because I thought, eh, what's, you know. Everyone's just going to read the Sky reports and make their up their own minds about it. So about him. So, but now he he has what twenty games, twenty five yeah, games, 20, twenty games, seventy five plate appearances. Yeah. So okay. So what do you think about him? He's actually been doing pretty well, at least in terms of the batting average. But yeah, I, I, to me, I think he's an empty, okay batting average. He doesn't have a ton of speed. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a ton of power. I think his batting average is going to be like two seventy, two sixty five. Hmm. And then decent defense. So that the defense is probably the biggest pro and like an okay bat at second base. He yeah. might he's gonna have more down the line, but he's twenty one and I think that's what he is now, is a fairly empty, okay batting average. Yeah. So all right, so do you want Torres for fantasy? Do you want Torres or do you want um Jose Peraza of the Reds? God damn it. Uh, to- is is Peraza playing? If Peraza's playing, Peraza. Okay. Just because of the speed. All right. What about uh, uh, Torres or Marcus Simeon? Uh, Simeon. That's not close. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, basically, um, I don't think he's very. If you're in a 12 team mix league, he's barely rosterable. I think. Yeah, I I agree. Maybe in a couple years, I think that might change. Like, if he's a guy who comes into 30 homer power, would you be surprised? Uh, well, now, well, okay. If the balls are so juiced. Uh, I would not be surprised. How That's true. That? Jose Ramirez is in thirty years. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, but yeah, I think he's just. I think he, if he if he was playing for the, like the the A's or the Indians or the Padres, no one would give a shit. I think. No, but he was a top prospect with the Cubs. And well, yeah. So uh, your your points made. Yeah, because Cubs and then Yankees prospect. He was in the Rollers Drive and Trade. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So I think it's just the 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 name and the uh, yeah the, the rankings. I think this is like a classic. Um, Jerson Profar, like five years ago, when he was like the number one ranked player by everyone. I, the reason why he was ranked is because like, his defensive value was so immense that that's why he's rated so high. I think that's kind of what Torres is. Yeah, no, he, he does have a lot of defensive value, but I don't think he's going to be a zero with the bat either. Well, I know, but I know. Fantasy wise, no power and no no some power and like no speed so far. So yeah, just batting average. That's all he is. He, he may you know he may yeah. hit, he, he may hit like two ninety. He's like DJ DJ LeMahieu. He's not hitting 290. DJ LeMahieu? Well, I'm just saying like, like oh no, DJ LeMahieu's better. But you know what I mean though. He's like he's like a lesser DJ LeMahieu, right? I, I guess. And DJ LeMahieu is like you play you you have to plan around a DJ LeMahieu. Well, he actually hit pretty. He didn't hit. It's not like he uh, didn't hit on the road. Like he's not. He didn't. No, do but, like a, no, no. I mean, I mean the pa- like the the zero RBIs and the, like the little power. Well, I mean, he would score 100 runs, though. That's what was so yeah, good. Yeah, no, about. that's cool. Torres isn't going to do that because he's in the bottom of the order. All right. All right. So uh, all right, let's move on. So I wanted to talk about uh, – we'll, we'll, uh, we will get to Sean Newcomb, but I want to do all the hitters first. So uh, so Denard Span, is there anything here with him? He's actually – his projections – not his – but his um, – what do you call it when you – like the if you fill out his the stats? The rest of the season? Yeah, the rest of the season uh, stats the, look pretty good. Yeah, no. Uh, no. We've seen too much of Denard Span. He's a better real life player than a fantasy player because he, he gets on base a little bit. But, but no, I'm not in on Denard Span at all. You, I mean, like he, I think he's on pace for like a like a 12 home run, 15, 20 slam base season. I mean, 
No. I'm not in. I mean, he was a bad base dealer the last two years. <laughs> I, I don't buy. He's getting older and then gets better. I think they're just like, oh, like a catcher like wakes up behind the plate and like, holy shit, is that an hard span on first base? Right. Where the hell did he come from? You love Matt Kemp. They're the same age. But not for speed purposes. Like that's not why I like Matt Kemp. It's like, right. oh, Matt Kemp's looking really agile on the bases. I'm gonna like Denard Span. If you're drafting him for speed, you're doing it wrong. So no, I'm saying no, no. I'm saying that he's like I think in a 12 team mixed league in a deep like NFPC. I think he's definitely. I mean, I think people have already caught on to him already. But like, I think he could hit 260 with like maybe 90 runs scored with like 12 home runs and 15 stolen bases. That's actually pretty valuable in that format. All right, uh, I'm not. Yeah, but he's already owned. You're not. I'm not going to go trading for him. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, like he's walking a shit ton. He's getting, he has a 384 on base. He is, but man, someone in that. God damn it! It's like no, I I just don't buy this Denard Span bullshit. I I don't buy it. Because if he, I mean, I think I think the on base will regress a little bit, but if he gets on base at 365. The whole year, he has to score 90 plus runs. That's very valuable. Everyone, everyone forgets runs scored in fancy baseball. Like, I don't know. Every year, people just forget. They just knock that. They just say, no, nah, who cares? I'll, I'll draft these 2020 guys or, you know, these steel guys or these power guys, but they, never, they always forget about runs scored. I think this is a guy that actually can score uh, 100 runs. But he has major, I, I, he could, but he has major health concerns that will, pr- he's never scored 100 runs in his career. He's DHing. He's DHing now. Which kills a lot of his life value. What? What are you talking about? He was a throw-in in a trade. They have no vested interest in Denard Span. Uh, like if he stops hitting, he's, he's on the bench. Well, the thing is that even if he like he's hitting two fifty, he's not really hitting right now, but he's getting on base at a high clip because he's walking so I, much. But I don't buy that high clip. Okay. He's not walking seventy percent. He's not Joey Votto. All right. Well, I mean, well, I didn't say he is. I'm just saying that if, he, if his on base regresses to two three sixty five, twenty points less, I think that's actually kind of reasonable now. All right. I don't know. I just think that uh, I think there's staying power with him. That's all I'm saying. If you bought him, you know, in a deeper format, I think there's actually staying power. I don't. I don't think this is like a two week thing where, um, you know, I, I think I think there's like I said, there's staying power with him. That's all I'm saying. He's okay. the, he's he's, an, he's he's the number five outfielder in a twelve team mixed league. That's what he is. He's not more. Than that, that's all. All right. Um. Uh, okay. So uh, let's talk about pitchers. So uh, Sean Newcomb. Well, actually, actually Quintana. He actually looked bad again uh, yesterday for the Cubs. Yeah, I'm worried. I loved Quintana entering this year because he, you know because like he did really well last year with the Cubs when he got traded to the Cubs and. Uh, I love the idea of him, you know, obviously playing in the NL for, you know, for a really good team, but he doesn't look right to me. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. I mean, everything says something's a little bit wrong here. I wonder, uh, I wonder if he's hurt. He might be. He's walking a ton of guys and his fastball velocity's down. Yeah. That's the thing. So, I mean, he's I run the fastball a ton. Yeah. That's the thing. So, but like, when I, I watched him pitch, you know, Four of the five innings or whatever that he pitched yesterday, and he doesn't look right to me. Mm-hmm. He has like the Jeff Samarja thing going on, where like, you know, I mean, well, Samarja's fastball's velocity is kind of okay, but like, no, it's down a lot, man. Either way, anyway, but fine. Samarja scares the shit out of me now. Oh, I benched him now. I, I can't trust him anymore. Nope. Yeah, but at um, I think so. That actually maybe like this is a good comp in terms of like their their performance this year is that I feel like they're both in the same bucket where like. Mm-hmm. They were like really consistent for like, you know, three or four years. And now it's kind of like, I don't see any optimism, you know, for these guys yeah. anymore. So I- I'm nervous about Quintana for sure. Yeah. So I- we haven't talked about Sean Newcomb yet, but do you want Sean Newcomb or do you want Quintana? No, uh, maybe Newcomb. Ooh, that, that, holy shit. There you go. That's I'm a, not a huge Newcomb guy. I just, I, well, I, I was never a huge Quintana guy. Just because yeah. there's no strikeouts there. Well, I mean, last year he had a really good strikeout rate, 26%. Yeah, but that was, that was really like good. a one, that was like a one off thing. Well, even last, the year before, like 21%. And it wasn't like the swinging strike rate was fantastic last year either. Yeah, I think, I, I still take Samarja and, um, uh, Quintana over Sean Newcomb, but Sean Newcomb has been really good. 
Uh, he's been way better than I thought he would be, but um, yeah, no, the control can kind of well, relative control has kind of come out of nowhere a little bit. I mean, like it's taken a step forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, he definitely has good stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I, it's not. It's not surprising a young player is getting better though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think that uh, the next two to three starts he gets lit up for like six and runs in like two I innings. Know, I don't know about that, but. I would buy a high three ZRA for Sean Newcomb the rest of the year. Is it who? Who's the? Um, there's a lot of Patrick Corbin with uh, Sean Newcomb. Like you know, like he's gonna be very variable. But I think he's not nearly as good as Patrick Corbin, even though mm-hmm. Corbin's been struggling lately. But uh, Newcomb scares the shit out of me. I don't think. Yeah, I, I know his numbers now are really good, but and he's generating more ground balls, which is great. But I just I don't know. I can't trust Sean Newcomb. That's the new hotness. I just can't do that. Regression's coming in a big way for him. The home runs, I don't know. He he does kind of suppress home runs. So even though he does walk some guys, this mm-hmm. is a home run suppression in the strikeouts. It's intriguing. No, it is. No, no, I think if you're in a deeper format, you have to hold on to him. But like, I'm just saying, if you're in a 10-team format. I wouldn't go buying. I wouldn't go paying like top 30 prices for Sean Nuka. Yeah, I, I think that like um, if cause he's been really good in the last three starts, I, I think. He's not a like he's not a must start every week in a shallow format. That's all. Yeah, but he is an arrow uptick, right? Would you say his arrow is going up? Uh, yeah, sure. He's it's going up because it actually, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny is that the Braves may be the best team in, in the NL East, which is kind of funny because they actually may. No, so they, they're not as good as Nats. The Nats, uh, they're not really good though. I, I I buy the Nats are better than the Braves. I I I, I buy that. Which offense is better? Oh, uh, the the Braves are more like flashy, but the Nats still have a lot of season hitters, man. Once other they than get Har- them all back, uh, okay. Other than Harper, Rendon. Yeah, but other than those Brian two guys, Zimmerman's not a bad hitter. Trey Turner. Zimmerman is done. I'm saying this right now. He's done. No, he's just never healthy. He's done. When does Adam Eaton come back? He's not coming back until probably the end of the uh, end of July. Probably he's not coming. Is he out that long? Yeah, he had a huge setback. I think he had surgery. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, like, he, like, I think the people are treating Sean Newcomb as a top 50 guy. I don't think he's there. I think he's just a streamable guy. I think he's close. I think he's close to top 50. Would you rather have Cole Hamels or Sean Newcomb? Sean Newcomb. I Cole saw- Hamels is, okay, you want to talk about guys who are done? <laughs> I, I, Cole Hamels shows nothing to say, mm. yeah, sh- uh, Cole Hamels looks really yeah. good. Yeah, I don't know. I still go with Cole Hamels begrudgingly, but I, I see where your point. Okay, fine. But what about Mike Fultonevich? Newcomb. Wow. Okay. Well, you must really like Newcomb. All right. But well, Fultonevich isn't like this like pinnacle of oh he's excellent. He's a he's a healthy guy who goes out there and strikes guys. Fultonevich's stuff is like Newcomb far has superior. a lot more upside than Fultonevich. I disagree. Oh my god. Put, I'm putting that on the board. Fultonevich, man. I'll put it. Okay. I'll put that on the board. I, I end of the year. Yeah. Who's better? Yeah. Fulton Fulton Abbott. Yeah. No, I, I I take Newcomb. All right, right. Give me one minute. I need to take a piss really bad. I had some uh I had some beer. Oh, sorry about that. No problem. Yeah, I had two beers before the uh <laughs> before the show. Nice. Yeah, I was trying to hold back as long as possible, but couldn't do it any further. Oh, I've had to pee I I peed mid episode before without you knowing. Oh uh, I know. Oh, during the episode? Yeah. No, you. I remember there was one thing about Giancarlo Stanton. I was like, "Give me a really long-winded answer about Giancarlo Stanton." Well, and as soon as you started, I went to go pee, and I came back, and I think I caught the end of it. <laughs> and then I was like, "All right, great." I didn't miss anything. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I didn't even interrupt the episode. Oh man, look at you. Oh yep. man, I should just ask you about Matt Kemp and uh, Eric Thames, and just go for like ten minutes. Yeah, there we go. All right, so back to Sean Newcomb. Do you want Kyle Gibson or Sean Newcomb? Oh, I think it's kind of—I don't know—they're different pitchers. What are you talking I, about? I like Kyle Gibson. I don't—I don't know if I buy everything quite yet because I've seen Kyle Gibson's like thirty. Well, I'm just—I don't care what their ages are. I just think about like what their performance is going to be the next rest of the year. I think it's Kyle I Gibson. Think, I, but I think Newcomb is the higher upside. Yeah, but I think Newcomb's floor is far worse. Yes, I would agree. I All would right. agree. All right. So I guess if you're in a shallow format and you want to you know, reach for the moon, uh, go for it. I think in a deeper format, then Gibson is by far the better option. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. 
Uh, what about Andrew Heaney? He had a really good start yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, what, who do you want? Uh, Heaney or uh, Sean Newcomb? Uh, he, is he going to stay on the mound? I, like, I don't buy Heaney staying on the mound a goddamn bit. Give me <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll take like, I, mean, I agree. Heaney looks better right now, mm-hmm. but Jesus Christ, that guy is – no, he's just never healthy. I think if you give both pitchers 20 starts, I still want Newcomb. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he looks close. good though. I, I, I'm intrigued by Heaney. I know, me too. But I've been, I was intrigued by him like three years ago, and he fucked me over. So yeah. All right. Um. Yep. All right. And uh, we talked about Quintana. You know what's funny is that Jose Jose Atuve isn't really doing very much. Have you noticed no. that? I got off. Yeah. No, I got offered Mookie bets for like my Mookie bets for him for Jose Altuve, and like it, it, for me, I, I immediately right off the bat, I was like, that's a downgrade on my bets. So. Like overall, who's your one and two and three player? Uh, well, obviously Trout. Is it still Trout? Is it still Trout one? Yeah, I think it's Trout. Who's two? I you know it's funny if if Altuve just has a week where he just hits like three home runs and steals like six bases or so, you know. Whoa, well, if he has like, one of the greatest but, weeks ever, no, yeah, but, okay. but, but you know, he's don't you think he, like, of all the players other than Trout, who's who's the most capable of doing that? You're right, but he's still not. Mookie Betts has just been better. I know, I know he's been better, but I'm just saying that, like, you know, of all the players that could, you know, just if he just had one good week, right? Then he his stats look different than everything else changes. I think he looks like the things that, like, I've only seen like a, the like the last two or three games of him. He seems very defeated. I mean, obviously, this is all me trying to get inside his mind and stuff like that. But I think he's still fine. I think that um, I, I agree. I think he's still. I think he's still really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Mookie Betts is better. Um, I think. We, yeah, I, I don't know. I think Mookie's really good, but I don't think he's going to be this good the rest of the year. Well, of course, of course, because well, he's not better than Mike Trout. But yeah. Mookie Betts is still. I, well, hey, to be fair, I had uh, Mookie fourth overall. I had Trey Turner. Yeah, no, yeah, I picked so. him up Mookie at fifth this year, and I was happy to get him at five. So yeah, we're like so. talking about one of the best players in the game. Yeah. However. I do think there is a clear cut one and two fantasy mm-hmm. player now. Yep, but uh, I think if uh, if you're a Jose Altuve owner, obviously you have to, you have to hold on to him. But I think that yeah, you're so low on a player batting three sixteen, get the or three hundred five. I'm yeah, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, like I could see someone wanting to trade him for Jose Ramirez. I guess can't you see that? I, w- I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. So is that is that that crazy? I wouldn't blame him if they did that trade. I wouldn't. I would. I would. I would blame him. I love Jose Ramirez too, but yeah, I would. You know, he looks really fucking good, though. <laughs> no, he is good. I mean, that's why I wouldn't like Jose Ramirez is gonna be in like a top fifteen conversation. Next no, I, I rated him as a top twenty player, uh, top twenty hitter. So yeah, you know, I was the biggest booster of him. I was higher on him than like the fancy experts this year. So. No, yeah, he, he's really good, man. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think if Jose Altuve just hits three home runs and steals three bags in the next seven days, everything changes and he's back to normal. His rate stats are pretty much on in line, I think. So, but it fucking sucks though. If you own, I mean, I own Jose Altuve um, in my most important league, and I need him to be at the top ten player, you know. But yeah. So I mean, if he doesn't do that for me, then I don't win my league. So. You're right. He is also really safe. I mean, you're going to get 2020 out of him at least, I think. Hopefully. So. Yeah. Oh, and I'm saying like 2020. So you're going to 2030 out. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, and we'll he's see. still in 300. So there's no like huge, there's no like Paul Goldschmidt red flags here. It's just he's yep. not the number two player. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. If that, so he's fine. Well, I think he's like not even like at least on the ESPN player. He's not even, he's not even like a he's not even like a top fifty player right now. And he so. might be behind Scooter Jeanette. Yeah, I know exactly. So that's the the scary part. But I think it's going to be fine. I think. Eventually, he, he's clear. If we're debating on Jose L2, he's clearly still very, very good. And if someone in your league thinks otherwise, you mm-hmm. should take advantage of them because they are stupid. Yeah, I know. But I think eventually, the Astros' offense will just catch fire. Can you just see that happening for like, like the? Yeah. Well, I mean, they've still been okay. George Springer's been good, mm-hmm. so they're still been okay. And Jose L2 has not been bad. Like, the, yeah. I, I think we're overstating how bad he's been. He's not been bad. He's still right. been a good player. I know. I just, I just, I noticed that randomly today. I was like, "Why isn't Jose Atuve doing very much?" And I was like, "Oh shit, he's not doing anything." Yeah. But uh, I think it's, I think it's, it's very possible that the Astros have like the first month of the year like, like the Red Sox did, you know, offensively, yeah. just like just mash a ton of runs and stuff like that. So, 
All right. So anyway, that's. Uh, oh, do you have anything you want to talk about? No, Jose Ramirez is really good. Let's just say that. Oh man. God damn. And yeah, yeah man, he's. I, I was. God damn it. I was wrong. I, I thought he, I would. I thought the home runs would go down. Yeah, I know. We have the uh, second base preview. We were wrong. Yeah, no, I was no, wrong. I, no, you were wrong. Don't fucking put me in that. I, I, you, you said he was thirty home runs. Bullshit, man. You did not say he was I, thirty hey, home runs. I loved. I had him as my number two second baseman. I think so. Um, you did not say. Get the fuck out of here. Saying go that, back like, and listen to the tape. Listen to it. No, because I hate listening to our shows. I know you. I know you hate it. I don't know why, but you just absolutely hate your voice. Here, I'm pulling up. I'm actually going to pull up my projections right now just to prove you wrong. I'm pulling it up. I'm going to delay the end of the show just to prove this wrong right now. I projected. Come on, Excel. You can I'm do it. I'm going to say 25. 25. What, what do you mean? 25 homers. Is that what, is that what you projected? I, I, that's what I'm going to say you projected. No way. No way. This is like Mike Francesa radio. Mike Francesa radio. What is that? When he, Mike Francesa. He was the, like the W fan in New York. He was the guy. Uh, Mike Francesa. Like a, uh, shit, I spilled that Coco off my desk. <laughs> that was the worst Mike Francesa. But he would just like literally like just like scroll through his phone and stuff like that, like on the air and be like, what the hell? So he was like an old guy. What the fuck are you? I could, I could sing for the audience if you'd like. No, 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 no. I, I projected 27. <laughs> See? Okay. <laughs> but, but, he, but he was my number two second baseman, though. Okay, fair enough. How many steals? 17. It looks like you might be be both of us. I know, I know. Holy fucking shit, right? I know. Yeah. So, but I had him. Um, yeah, I, he's my, he was he was my number. Uh, oh, holy shit! I was really loved him because he was my. Really, I love him that much. He was my number uh, seven hitter overall <laughs> this year. There you go. That might be right. Yeah. So fuck you, uh, experts. I was right about Jose Ramirez. Yeah. Well, it's still a, but, but yes, uh, it seems like a good call. Yeah. I had him right above Paul Goldschmidt, Chris Bryant, Joey Votto, Manny Machado. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. That may be like my best call of the year. Yeah. Going all in on top 20 player. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, well, hey. No, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is that? You were wrong about just, him. You were wrong just about him. I throw some shade on I know. you. I just, <laughs> I, I got a call. Well, right? I was right. I was right. I'm top 20 player. I, congratulations, man. You did it, man. Hey, you, got, I, hey. you, got, you, got, you got cracked fantasy baseball. I had him as a top seven player. So in your face. <laughs> you went all in on a 30-15 player at 3-18 last year. Oh, yeah. Great job. Hey, you Great hate work. him. You hate him. I didn't hate him. We have I just, audio I didn't proof. think he would do. I didn't go 30-15 again. I remember you had, I think you had Brian Dozier ahead of him in your rankings. I don't think that's true. You loved home runs entering the year. I remember that. Like, yeah, because who doesn't love home runs? They're fucking fun. Yeah, I think you had Cano over him. I might. No. I think you did. No, 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 no. no, no. Well, that's true. Feels good to be right. There you go. Anyway, on that note, okay, uh, say goodbye to the uh, to the internet, Paul. Bye, everybody. Um, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. And by bed bugs, I mean bed bugs.